Hey guys, welcome back to the Fitness Lifestyle Fundamentals podcast, where you learn easy to apply and understand fitness fundamentals to help you become consistent in your fitness journey, helping to create the very best version of yourself. I'm your host, Alexandra Rubin, NASM certified personal trainer, PPSC certified pain-free mobility coach and behavioral coach. super psyched to have you guys here. If you hear any snoring or rummaging around, it's because today we are lucky enough to be blessed by my two guests, my dog Chewy or Chewbacca, Big Rottweiler, and my cat Anakin, who is just a crazy little kitten. So thank you guys for being here and bearing witness to me. Um, without further ado, today we are actually going to be talking about something near and dear to my heart. It's the first thing that really got me going on my fitness journey in the first pillar of the four pillars of fitness lifestyle, which is mindset. Um, you can't do anything right if you don't have the right mindset. If you do something right, and you don't have the right mindset, it's probably just a fluke and I wouldn't count on it in the long term. So I guess really I should rephrase that. If you wanna do anything right consistently, you have to be in, this, in the right mindset. I found for myself and a lot of my clients and a lot of people that have had similar journeys to me in the fitness lifestyle or just in general trying to reach a goal, when something isn't working, it's probably because you don't have the right mindset or the right approach to doing it. Um, so that's why we're kicking off this next episode of the FLF podcast with talking about your mindset. And then we're gonna go into a little bit about goal setting, which is huge. If you don't have a goal, you're just gonna fly around like a leaf in the wind or like Katy Perry says, like a you know plastic bag in the wind, right? Throwback. Um, so today we're gonna go over that. I'm really excited to share and uh, let's get to it. When I first started my fitness journey, I was pretty miserable in general and I was listening to motivational videos on YouTube and just looking for, for anything, anything that would help me get to where I wanted to go because I was just so lost, so confused, so intimidated. I had no resources. I didn't really have any fitness role models in my life. Um, and I was fucking miserable with myself. So I clicked on a Greg Plitt video. For those of you who do not know Greg Plitt, you need to know Greg Plitt. And uh, this four minute video changed my life. I remember listening to it and there was one thing he said that will stick with me for the rest of my life. I'll probably get it tattooed on me at one point. I mean, you think I'm joking, but I'm serious. This one quote literally was the tiny snowflake that fell on top of a mountain that was just too much pressure and created an avalanche for me, an avalanche of awesomeness, all right? That quote from Greg Plitt, rest in peace, was second by second, you lose the opportunity 
to become the person that you want to be. Think about that. Second by second, you lose the opportunity to become the person that you want to be. And then he goes on to say, when are you going to take fucking control of your life? Something along the lines of that. I don't remember the second part much, but that first part will stick to me for life. So that goes into me saying, that moment, I realized that everything that I do in life is a choice. If you go to the gym, that's your choice. If you don't go to the gym, that's your choice. The thoughts that you think about, that's your choice. There are things that you can do to feed into those thoughts or to stop those thoughts. And part of why getting into the fitness lifestyle is so amazing is because it teaches you discipline where you apply it to different areas and it builds off one another. So maybe you don't have the discipline to stop those thoughts, but you can always get up and get active. And you can show your thoughts and show your emotions and and show that default choice that you would have made to stay on the couch and sit and just stay there you know, wall like how I did. Like I would sit and wallow and scroll through Instagram and shit on all these women with in- incredible bodies because I didn't look like them instead of getting off my ass and going to do something. It's miserable to sit on the couch and do that. And we don't even understand why. I'm not here to bully you. I'm not here to tell you that you're lazy or any of that crap. It's literally, you don't have the fundamentals to get to where you need to go. And that's why I'm here. And that's okay. Because that's where your starting point is. And that's important to understand. If you don't know where your starting point is, how can you ever reach a goal? You can't. And we're actually going to go into goal setting in a little bit. But it's really important to note that these things build off one another. So back to what I was saying. You're sitting on the couch, you're feeling really sorry for yourself, you're miserable. And I'm telling my story right now. I'm not saying you, I'm telling you from the perspective. And if you can relate to it, then please relate to it. Take it in because I've fucking been there before. God, I've fucking been there before. You're sitting on the couch, you're feeling sorry for yourself and you know you have the option to go and walk around. I don't know, maybe bust out some push-ups. There's no reason that you can't be active in one way or another. And you know this, it's in the back of every single one of our, our minds all the time, constantly, especially if we're not active. We just don't know how to get active. So how do you stop those thoughts that come into your mind and tell you, no, don't get up from the couch. It's comfortable here. You get up. You can, you you just do it. One of my favorite things to say to myself is don't think, just do it. And if you ever listen to Mel Robbins, she's got this amazing, shout out to Mel Robbins. She's got this amazing five second rule where she says, make a decision within five seconds. It takes five seconds for us to default five seconds for us to default to what we normally do. So tell yourself, I'm going to get up and you count down from five. And by the time you hit one, you better be up on your feet. 
And as you continue to do this, you'll notice it gets easier and easier and easier to make the decisions for yourself that it was more difficult to make. And then you start to see more and more, oh, everything is a choice. The way you speak, the way you act, the way you think, the way you talk to yourself, the way you talk to other people, the things you eat, the things you do, how you consume your time, the thoughts that you allow in and out, the thoughts that you allow to manifest, the thoughts that you allow to die, dreams that you allow to grow in your mind and the dreams that you allow to die. It's all your choice. And another thing, a really important thing, is that a lot of us spend a lot of time, and I am guilty as all hell for doing this, trying to control all the things around us, all the things that are not our thoughts, that are not our mind, that are not our words, that are not our actions, because it's hard to take personal responsibility. And on top of that, our ego, likes the sense of self, likes to believe that it can control everything when it cannot. The only things we can control is what we do, how we act, how we behave. And when we realize this, that's when we empower ourselves. That's when we start making the right decisions. That's when we can own up to all of our broken promises with ourselves and make amends and do better and try better. But until we realize that we cannot control the external world, and we have a choice if we are going to attempt to continue to try the external world, avoid what's in here, avoid controlling what we can, then we're going to be unhappy for a long, long time. And we're not going to get to where we're going for a long, long time, especially in the fitness journey. The brain is an energy conservation machine. So it will default you to whatever you've been doing. Whatever is going to conserve energy because it already has those neural pathways. It doesn't have to make new ones. It doesn't have to expend extra energy learning something, trying to do something, putting an extra effort to do something. Even when we logically know it's better for us. And that's why it's really, really incredibly hard to become consistent in your fitness journey. There was a long time, probably three years when I was completely on and off. In my fitness journey to this date, you know, I, I'd, I'd work out for, you know, do really, really well for, uh, I don't know, a week, two weeks, a month, and I stop for a week. And granted, that's not that bad, but I have to pull myself back in and say, hey, we made a promise to ourselves. We're going to work on this. Let's go work on this. And that came with years and years and years of making bad decisions for myself, giving in to the will of my default and not acknowledging and not empowering myself to realize that everything is a choice. So take a good look at where you are in your life right now. Do you see that everything you do is a choice or are you letting that personal responsibility float away because it's difficult to deal with because maybe you don't like who you are, you don't love who you are. It's really hard to take personal responsibility when it, we don't like ourselves. And it's a lot easier to give our personal responsibility and blame it on the external world, blame it on someone else, blame it on a situation than take responsibility ourselves. We are not separate from this world, but what we do is separate from this world. There's a major difference between the internal, you know, what you think about, what you say, 
what you do, how you behave, how you spend your time, etc., etc., and what you control externally, other people. You can't control what other people say to you or what the world does or politics or religion or any of that stuff. You can only believe your you can only control your perception on that. And it's important to note that you can only control your perception on that. No one else's. And it's not your job. I mean, imagine like Imagine how exhausting it would be to have to control everything. We're not that special. And that's a blessing because it takes the focus away from all the things that are distracting you from becoming the very best version of yourself. And you can take that and put it into becoming the very best version of yourself. Because second by second, the opportunity for you to become the very best version of yourself is slipping away. Especially when we don't except that everything is a choice. Even the shittiest, I've been through hell and back in my life and maybe someday I'll open up to you guys about it, but today is not that day. But I will tell you, I can look back on those things and, oh man, I'm gonna get emotional and somehow be grateful for them. Be grateful for horrific things that have happened in my life because I realize I have a choice. I can view it as the worst thing that's ever happened to me and wallow in that and feel sad for myself and sorry and I am sad and I am sorry for myself that I went through those things. But I will not disempower myself and be a victim. There's a huge difference. Because if I choose to be a victim, then I'm putting blame on external circumstances and still trying to control what has happened to me. But if I can take those events, those, those, those things that happened to me and say, you know what, I made it through, I'm here, I'm alive, I have another opportunity to become a better version of myself, that's my choice instead of, uh, instead of feeling sorry and wallowing for myself. That's powerful. There's tremendous, tremendous power in being honest and raw with ourselves. And more importantly, there's tremendous power in owning our personal responsibility. Tremendous. When you realize that everything is a choice, everything in your life gets easier, it gets better. Because it's clear, it's crystal clear of what you can and you can't do. And you start to kind of build up this almost like an internal code of conduct and see more clearly the person that you want to be. I know if you're listening to this, you have an idea. You have an idea of where you want to go, who you want to be, the goals you want to set in your life, what you want for yourself. And I'm so fucking proud of you because it takes a while to even get there in a world that's throwing shit all at you all over the place and telling you who to be and what to be and what to do and what to wear. That's exhausting. No wonder half the world's depressed because we're being told who to do, what to be, etc. I'm not gonna get into that, but this internal code of conflict, code of conduct <laughs> begins to build as you make decisions as you choose to do the right thing your character 
will continue to build and strengthen as you choose to do the things that you know is better for yourself. Even when your brain is telling you, no, 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 stop. This is unconquerable. That's when you take in that uncomfortable feeling and you just know it's just an emotion. It's just a feeling. You know, no one ever told us that emotions are suggestions. You know that, right? They're suggestions. You don't have to listen to what your emotion tells you to do or how to feel. It's a suggestion. It's, a, it's chemical compounds being released in your brain that have a physical effect on your body. And these effects are based off of all of everything in your past. So if you view your past in a negative way, and if you've had negative events in your past, when certain emotions come up, yeah, they're gonna be super negative, especially like anxiety, it's adrenaline. It doesn't necessarily, like, for example, when I became this, when I started doing this podcast and when I launched my website and when I launched my personal training business, I was terrified. I felt so much anxiety and to me, that meant I'm terrified. And that made me wanna freeze and stop because my brain was telling me it's gonna take so much more energy to do all these things than to just go to the default and continue in the corporate world or continue not to work out or you know, continue to be unhappy, continue to choose to be miserable, continue to bully myself and think in that way. Cause I already know how to do those things. But then when I started to really think about it, it's anxiety, it's adrenaline. It's a very similar chemical compound, if not the same chemical compound. And Andrew Huberman, if you're listening out there, please correct me on this. But it's adrenaline, which, which is either excites us or makes us nervous, right? Fight or flight. Excitatory is fight. Nervous is flight. And I, it made me want to flight because I have had very, a lot of negative experiences in my past. And especially when it came to starting my own business, which is terrifying to begin with. You don't have that financial security. I wanted to, 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 to flight, to run away, to go back to the corporate job. And I know a lot of you guys are feeling this in terms of be beginning that fitness journey. Maybe you're listening to this and you haven't even begun that fitness journey. But let me tell you one thing. When I took a step back from my emotions and I say, okay, you know what? I know a lot of business owners that are so happy. Almost every business owner I know tell me they would do it a million times over again if they, they could leave their corporate job and start their business. And I'll tell you the same thing for all my clients, all the people I know in the fitness industry that now have the body and the life they want because they worked really hard for it because you can't go to Walmart and buy a body because they took a step back and they said, I know this is really fucking scary, but I know it's gonna benefit me long-term. It's gonna benefit me long-term. So I took a step back and I said, okay, what if I do begin this? And that adrenaline that was flight turned into fight. And I have my own business, I have my clients and I love them and I love my business and I'm happier than I've ever been in my life. And I want that for you, which is why I started this podcast, even though it makes me a little bit nervous to be on camera. So if you're listening to this 
and you're terrified to start your fitness journey, you feel intimidated, you're confused, you don't know where to start, just keep listening. Just keep looking up what to do. I would always encourage you, if you can afford it, to find a personal trainer or reach out to me if you have any questions. I'm always there for you guys. You always have my Instagram, which is Alexandra period lifts with two S's. I also have a TikTok under the same uh, username or whatever. But the whole point of me saying that is just keep in mind your emotions are suggestions. They're a choice. That's an example, it's a perfect example of a choice. Give in to those emotions and stay in your default or push a little further. Show yourself that you're expansive, that you can do more, that you can be more. And that is how you become consistent. That is how you get the life that you want. Because you're worthy of it. You just have to do the work. And I think in this world, we oftentimes, we get confused with worthy meaning it's automatically given to you. It's a birthright. You're worthy of love, of happiness, of laughter, of joy, of success, of good health, of all these beautiful, wonderful things in your life. But what the world leaves out is that you are the only one that can give those, those things to you. You can't buy a body at Walmart. Good health isn't just gonna come to you. The body you want isn't just gonna come to you. The career you want, that, cor that's, that corner office job isn't just gonna come for you. You have to put in the work. That life that you want, the financial freedom that you want, that's not just gonna come for you. You have to put in the work. But just because you have to put in the work doesn't mean you're not worthy. And that's also another choice that we have to make. We have to choose to believe that. We have to choose to believe that we're worthy of it and know that we still have to work for it. So main takeaways from that, all right, before I go into actually how to set a goal is one, everything is a choice. Two, you can control yourself, your words, your actions, your thoughts, your behaviors, how you speak to yourself, how you speak to others, how you interact with the world, how you perceive the world. But you cannot control the external world. You can't control other people. You can't control what you do, what other people do. Sorry, you can control what you do. You can't control what other people do. You can't control what the world does. You can't control the, uh, another thing. You can't control the future and you can't control the past. Another, your emotions are a suggestion. It's your choice whether or not you give in to them or not. With that being said, subnote, anxiety is adrenaline. So you get to choose whether you turn it into fight and use it as an excitatory, yeah, let's get going, or, or flight, which is shut down, go to the default. Another thing, your brain is a conservation machine. It will do anything and everything to get you to conserve as much energy as possible, pushing you back to the default. This is why it's difficult to become consistent and also why it's so important to understand that everything is a choice and that you are in control of yourself. You're the only person in control of yourself. And then also, worth does not necessarily mean it's your birthright. It means you gotta work for it, worth work. You're already worthy. You don't have to work for that. Being worthy is your birthright, but to get where you wanna go, that's where the work has to get put in. 
And also another thing, one of the biggest things I cannot stress enough is that you're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. You're perfectly imperfect. If there's something that you don't like about yourself, you've just discovered the work you need to do. That's it. That's your starting point. And that's going to get acknowledging that and being honest and raw to yourself about where your starting point is. That's what's going to get you further in life than anything else. Just because you don't look like the tabloid, you know, perfect body, have the perfect life, you know, be like a fucking carbon copy of what you see on social media. Half those people aren't happy anyways. Don't buy into the hype, please. You're perfectly imperfect. We wouldn't be humans if we weren't extremely imperfect. Life wouldn't be life if it wasn't perfect, all right? And that leads me into actually how we're gonna set a goal, all right? So how do we set a goal? Let's get into it. Julie, you're so cute. You gonna say hi to the podcasters today? No, you're going to lie down and be sleepy. He sleeps a lot, guys. So now that we're back, this is how we're going to set a goal. Like I said earlier in the podcast episode, I didn't actually think this would work. But then I tried it and it was like, holy shit, where has this been my entire life? It took me a long, took me too long to realize this, which is why I want to share this with you. So... And also, it helps you stay on track. So, the number one set is to figure out where you are right now in your life. And be honest. This is what I was talking about. What's your starting point? Where are you as honest and raw as possible as you can be? And this is really, really important because... If you're setting a goal based on an unrealistic starting point, it's going to be you're going to be so disappointed because you're not going to be able to reach that goal because you're missing pieces of the puzzle. It's like saying you did a 5k run but you started 10 feet away from the finish line. There's so much that you didn't do. And because of that, you're, you didn't really, because you started 10 feet away, you didn't really run a 5K. You're lying to yourself. And then that feels shitty. And also when we lie to ourselves about where where we are in our life right now, and, and when we aren't real and raw and honest with ourselves about who we are in our life, that's, it really fucks with our self-esteem. And I heard this from Ed Milet, which was just amazing. Ed Milet, you're a G. Self-esteem isn't, you know, if we like how we look or not, or if, you know, we think other people like us or not. It's actually at the core of the matter. It's actually how many promises you keep to yourself. And that goes hand in hand with how honest with yourself are you? So if you tell yourself you did a 5K and you start 10 feet away from the finish line and you know you cross the finish line, oh, I did a 10K, like you're not stupid. You can't lie to yourself about something that you literally experienced and know you didn't start at, you know, 
the starting line. So with that being said, be real and honest and raw with, with who you are. Where's your starting point right now? The next thing that you'll do is figure out what is your goal relative to the very best version of yourself. So think of this ideal version of yourself, even if you just have an idea, because like I said earlier, in time, that character, that best version of yourself, who you wanna be is gonna solidify the more positive choices you make for yourself. The more you go against that default of, oh, this, this feels good, this is what I'm gonna do, all right? So again, what would the very best version of yourself be related to this goal? Would they be working out consistently five days a week or three or, or, or four, whatever? Would they be meal prepping once a week? Would they have lost X amount of weight? Would they be saying gratitude affirmations every day? Would they leave their corporate job and start a business? Whatever your goal may be, what would your very best version of yourself be relative to that? So, you know, maybe, again, maybe you're the best version of yourself left their corporate job and started their own business. To me, a year ago, two years ago, majority of my life, the very best version of me is a version of me that left their corporate job and started their own business, doing something that they love and are passionate about. That's one, one facet of that, all right? And I did it because I set a goal and I set a deadline for myself. And I did something that was timely, actionable, and attainable. That's the third step. So the third step is setting a goal that is timely, attainable, and actionable. Three things. The timeline is not too little so that you really don't have enough time to do it. It's attainable, which means yes, you could do it if you put in the effort and the actions necessary in three, actionable. You can take action within that timeline that is attainable that you can do to get you to your goal. So the fourth and final step of the goal setting process and the step that kind of tripped me up, but it worked so much better than any other goal setting that I did is taking the goal from, you know, the goal from step three, which is setting, you know, setting a goal that's timely, attainable, um, and actionable, and making sure, you know, making sure it has a deadline. So, um, you know, let's say your goal is, uh, you know, your starting point is you can bench press 70 pounds. In six months, you want to bench press 130 pounds. All right. So the purpose of the check-ins would be, you know, uh, let's say by, um, you know, today I wanted to have benched 130 pounds. Well, on September 25th, which is a month ago from today, I should have been able to, to bench 120 pounds. And then August, I should have been able to bench 110 pounds. And then in July, I should have been able to bench 100 pounds and then so forth until I get to six months ago when I set that goal. So having those check-ins is actually gonna keep you on track. And this can be applied anywhere. This can, I applied this when I, a year ago when I decided I wanted to leave my corporate job. I said, okay, when do I wanna leave it? What do I need to do? 
and I'm gonna work backwards. So for example, I launched my my official launch officially was completely full on my own business in September. In all in that and when I set my deadlines, that was my goal. September, I'm you know, I'm gonna be fully launched, right? Which meant that in August I needed to give my month's notice to my corporate job. And come August, when I'm you know, I've set myself up for this success, come August, okay, it's a month from my deadline. I don't feel ready at all, which is another thing. You may not feel ready, but if you've done all the check-ins up until now and you space them out correctly and you've adjusted as, as necessarily, you will be ready. You might just be a little, a, a little anxious, which as we talked about earlier, is you can use that as a, adrenaline, as the excitatory, as, as the let's go, or you can use it to stick the, to the default and I could have stayed at my corporate job but I gave my month's notice and now I have my business and I'm super fucking happy. Like <laughs> having a business is not for anyone, not for everyone by all means, but for me, it's perfect. It's the best thing in the world. And I get to do things like have this podcast um, and share this information with you guys. So just as a recap, the most efficient way to set a goal that I found is one, what the hell is your starting point? Honestly, like what's your starting point? Where are you right now? What do you, what do you even want to do, right? Where do you want to get to? What's your starting point? Be honest and real and raw with that. Two, what is the goal that you would set based on the very best version of yourself? So, you know, if you're wanting to be the very best version of yourself, what goal would you have to set in order to get there? Three, set a goal with a deadline that is timely, You can, which means you can do it within that time. It is attainable, which means, it's, again, it's, you can do it within that timing and three actionable. So you can take, it's attainable to do the actions within that. Um, and then the fourth step, which would be take the goal with the deadline, stick a pin on it, and then work backwards to create check-ins or mini goals. It works. It works and you can even use this with your mindset you can use it with any of the four pillars you can use it with mindset behavioral change nutrition uh, exercise any of that stuff so with that being said I'm actually gonna wrap it up this one was a bit of a long one um, the next one that we're the next podcast episode we're actually gonna be talking about some muscle fundamentals so going back to exercise again I really wanted to share this about mindset with you you know you know, everything's a choice. Um, you can control the things that are internal within you. You can't control the external world. Your emotions are just a suggestion. You have control over those. You have a lot more control than you think. Taking that personal responsibility is in incredibly empowering. Um, and then that goal setting, right? So come back to this if you need to. I'll actually, in the comments, I'm gonna be putting the little chapters so you can click on it and revisit it. Save it if you'd like. Um, you know, I tried to make this as, as, as easy um, to understand and easy to apply as possible. That's the goal of this podcast. It's for you. Um, you know, take what resonates, leave the rest. But please, I ask you to just consider what I'm saying. Um, and also note, if anything that I'm saying in this podcast makes you uncomfortable, consider that it's because that's actually your your brain 
um, you know, the logical side of your brain agreeing and then your mind being like, whoa, 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 whoa. If we agree with this, it's going to take up too much energy because then we're going to do an action that may lead to changing the way that we've been doing things and, and changing the default. So just, you know, play with it a little bit. Um, and again, next time we'll be talking about muscles. So thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for your overwhelming amount of support. Um, please let me know in the comments if you guys have any questions, anything that you want to hear from me, um, anything at all. So let me know. I love you guys and I will see you next Friday. Have a good one guys. And again, this is the Fitness Lifestyle Fundamentals Podcast and I'm your host, Alexandra Rubin. I'm wishing you a blessed day and uh, go get some. <laughs> Enjoy guys.